Hi, I'm Matt, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand, and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Boom shakalaka. Morning. (laughs) Good morning, Mike. It's a good day. It is a good day. Yes. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You're going to sing? I think there is a song along there. There is a song. I I used to sing it in Sunday school. My singing voice isn't what it used to be. (laughs) It was never really that good in the beginning. You need some more coffee. Maybe I do. Grab your coffee. What should we talk about today? I have this uh, interesting view of what one of the commandments says to us. That wouldn't be the third commandment, would it? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. Exodus 27. Yes. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So to me, that means people who say Jesus Christ or... GD and an exclamation or as a swear word or something like that. Uh, yeah. And that's been a very common I, thing. I think that's what that means to most people. I think that's kind of what it means to me, but I think you have a different view of that. I do. So, and, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm in agreement with you. I don't believe we're supposed to swear by, it says in the Bible, we're not supposed to swear by the throne of God or by the altar or by any of these things. We're supposed to say, let our yes be yes and our no be no. We're not supposed to let any unwholesome words come out of our mouth. Like this is just common uh, goodness of God that we, we can have self-control of our tongue. Right. And let's describe or define what vain is. Because vain can mean empty or nothing or worthless or to no good purpose. So, therefore, taking the name of God as in a manner that is wicked or worthless uh, for the wrong purposes, he does not like that. So, what does that mean? Well. See, if you put it in that light, well, is just saying it carelessly, is that... that that can be put in there, I suppose. I think saying it carelessly, and according to this, it was a sin. and Or using it as a swear word or exclamation or using it for something that isn't holy or divine purpose or praying is a sin. I think that's what it means. Fear the Lord. Right. Love the Lord. Fear and the using, Lord. God, using respect, it frivolously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Flippantly. But I think there's a deeper thing that we we tend to miss, and this may hit uh, this may hit us a little harder than just simply not swearing with the name of God, because um, there's a there's a term that Jesus uses and God in the Old Testament in the Scriptures is there's a a reference to His people as the bride. We are the bride of Christ, correct? 
Yes, we are. So if you're the bride, what does the bride typically do on, on the wedding day? In most, uh, at least in our culture, what, what happens when you get married? She sleeps with her husband. Wow. Okay. Well, that's one yeah, con- consummation. This is a PG-13 episode, apparently. <laughs> well, that's what brides do. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's, so legally, what do they do? What does the woman typically do, the bride typically do f- uh, with the groom, for the groom? They eat cake. <laughs> I'm not. I have no idea where you're going with this. You don't know. There's okay. a there's a union that happens, and they exchange vows. Oh, they exchange vows. Is exchange that what you, vows. Is that okay. what you're looking We're getting for? Closer. We're getting closer. Okay. They exchange vows. They commit to one another. Commit to one another. Okay. But you're saying the bride for the groom, though. You were specific. Yes. The bride takes on the. Grooms. Oh, the bride takes the groom's Last name. name. Uh, well, hmm. most of the time they do. Most of the, it's, it's typical. So let's just say that um, they're taking on the name of their groom. Traditionally, the groom is, yes, they is take is the they, family yes. that is is uh, bringing in the bride. They're the ones that are going to bring her under the covering of the groom. That that's just kind of how it goes. They're taking on the name of the family of the groom. So. Got it. God says, don't take my name in vain. And if we're called the bride of Christ and the, the wedding ceremony and the, and the marriage is the symbolism that we see over and over and over and over again, if we're to take on the name of God, it means that we are Christ followers, correct? I'm taking the name of God. I'm a child of God. You're now in God's family and you should behave as such. Is that what you're saying? So what happens if I call myself a Christian and then live however I want? And you don't live the Christian way and you're I'm not acting like you're a child of God. Just flippantly. Then you're you're taking his name in vain in that respect. Is that what you're getting I'm, at? I'm Yeah, I'm making it hollow. Right. I'm uh, disrespecting the name that I've been given. I think that's a uh, deeper meaning and i think that's that could also be true i think i think both things can be true and so we shouldn't flippantly be in his family and just say well yeah i'm a i'm a child of god but you couldn't tell yeah or right? i do what i want there's no evidence to prove it <laughs> <laughs> i do what i want right exactly i look like just like everybody else but i'm but i follow jesus right i have but I, when you, you know, get right down to it i i am a child of god but i'm just not acting that way. Right. And so God says, don't take my name in vain. Jesus also says that when you follow me, count the cost. Like there's, there's a thought process in this that needs to be, that needs to be real. This isn't just a flippant one day decision that we take on the name of God, that we decide to follow Christ. It's a big deal because it's, it's a lifestyle and it's an eternity. And it, Jesus says it's going to be hard. He does. And, a lot of times we don't consider these things and we just say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian. And then uh, we don't we don't decide to dive into the fellowship with other believers. We don't do any of our own uh, study and, and we don't build the relationship and we just kind of go, well, you know, I'm I'm in a marriage. You have to build the relationship. If you don't ever talk to your wife or your wife never talks to the husband, the relationship doesn't get very deep. It's pretty shallow. 
Correct. It's pretty um, one-sided. So if we're to take on the name of the Lord and we consider the depth of what that really means, does that change the perspective of what it means to take the name's Lord, the, the Lord's name? So in the, yeah. And I think you're, you're have a, a beautiful deeper meaning into what's, what's that verse is about. I don't necessarily know that people, society, the church at large looks at the way you do. And I think that's okay, but I think there can be a double meaning. Uh, I think, I think, at least from the way I've always interpreted the text, don't use God's name as a swear word and don't use God's name flippantly and don't use God's name for something other than, you know, what it was intended to be used for, which is praying or exalting him. Don't use, and you're saying not only that, don't use God's God's name that when you take it uh, as a member of his family, don't use it and... Well, look at Israel. As, as use and... Look and at have a lifestyle took. that is that is ungodlike. Look at what it took to become an Israelite in the days of the scripture, in the days of the Old Testament. You couldn't just say, I'm an Israelite. God welcomed in outsiders into being called the chosen of God. You could become a Jew. You could become the, the Jewish person by certain things. You had to enter into a covenant. You didn't take it lightly. You had to go through the rite of circumcision. You had to go through the teaching of all the scripture. You had to do all these things in order to become an Israelite. And wait, so it, wait a minute, wait a minute there, bud. You did. I, he, it's even in the laws. It's even in, in all of it laid out. If you want to become uh into the, the chosen people, if you want to be an Israelite, you have to do these things. They can't be considered uh, part of this unless this, 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 and this. So in the, in the Old Testament, there would be people that say, I want to become, I want to become a Jew. And they would they become would, an Israelite. Yes. They would become an Israelite and they would go through this process. It wasn't just a genetic thing or you weren't one of 12 tribes or 13 tribes. Why do you, they had it listed out. There was Egyptians that came with them from Egypt. Well, there yes. The as, outsider, if your slave wants to become a part of these ceremonies, they have to do this. You cannot allow okay, somebody yes, to be a part yes. of the festivals and the celebrations and the and the um, the rituals unless they do X, Y, Z. They were welcomed in if they took on. I see the what covenant you're saying. Of right. God. Yes, you're correct. So, what 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 is it? But does it ever tell me that, well, if you just swear with the name of God, that's what I mean? Well, and it, it doesn't say that, um, but I guess that was most people's interpretation. Yes. Do you think taking the Lord's name in vain as a, as a swear word is wrong? I believe, I believe yes. I don't think okay. that we're supposed to be swearing any of them. It's unwholesome talk. And right. that's the, that right there in and of itself is um, talked about directly as well. Right. And you don't hear a lot of people say, oh, Buddha. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I've never heard anybody say that as a swear word. No. Why is that? I don't, I, I don't know, I guess. Because deep down, I don't think they, they know that, that that word doesn't mean a lot of things. It could be. Yeah, there's no power in that word. I think they use different words. 
Right. There's other words that we can use too that that are swear words as well. Carnsarnet. Yeah. And depending on what culture you live in, different words mean different. Have different vulgarity. Fiddlesticks. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I think I think there's a deeper a deeper meaning there that God is getting across. It says you're going to be my bride. You are going to be, um, but consummated to me. Don't take this lightly. Don't just flippantly agree to this and then decide that you're going to stomp it into the ground. Yeah. And so reading this verse again, that makes sense. You know, if you, uh, if you take the, the name of the Lord, your God in vain, I will, and, and you do so, I will not hold you guiltless. Yeah. That yeah, when you take my name and you're part of my family, uh, there'll be consequences for you acting like you're not part of my family. Yeah. It's not just you taking my name as a swear word or saying in a flippant manner. It's living your life as a swear word or using your life as a flippant manner. Right. And in the verse, the commandment right before is thou shall make no other, you shall have no other gods before me. Yeah. And then you shall not take my name in vain. And then... You remember the Sabbath day. So you're not going to have anybody else other than me. Right. You're going to be committed to me and no one else. And right. you're not going to take my name in vain. And you're going to set one day aside every week so that you can spend the whole time with me. Yeah. I mean, look at how it's lined out. The relationship with God was very, very important. The most important thing. Right. Changes our perspective a little bit on how this looks. It certainly does. Where did you, when did you actually come across this in your theology or your thinking? How long, how long have you had this view? Um, probably about seven years now. Okay. And did someone tell you this or did you come up with this kind of on your own? It was through the studies that I did, um, through my Vineyard Institute, uh, four year class. And they started to talk about what it meant in what the Ten Commandments were saying. And this was one of them that came across. It is, you're taking on the name of the Lord as in marriage. You're the bride of Christ. You don't do this lightly. This is something that is a lifetime commitment. And you're supposed to honor it the way you would honor your marriage. And in that light, you know, I'm, I'm taking things a little more seriously when you think about it that way. It's not something that I can just, oh, ho-hum, it's just another thing that I just messed up on. And when you see it as, as deeply as a marriage, the relationship takes on a different perspective. The desire to continue it on, because love is a choice, right? Love isn't a feeling. When my feelings wear out and I don't want to spend time with somebody anymore, I still have to choose to do it if I want to strengthen my relationship. If I have the same view of my relationship with God is the depth of my commitment in my marriage to my wife, then I'm going to be intentional about continuing to create a relationship with the father. And it, 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 it's a, it's a perspective shift. It's a slight change in how we see things. And it could be all the difference it takes to really get you to see God's heart for you. Yeah. And, Names mean something, uh, and God's name is I am, or I be, I, 
And when you look at God's name in that way, where he is all things and all things come from him, it's not a name that you should use flippantly or when you're in his family that you should, you know, uh, act ungodlike. Names are precious, which is why we don't like our, our names ridiculed, twisted, or made fun of. Right. Or how come parents, when their children uh, just be, misbehave or do really stupid things, the, the, you ever notice the fathers seem to really get upset about how, well, you're just making us as a family look bad. Right. Yeah, how many times have you heard that? You're disrespecting the name. My name has been in this town for so many years, and, and we won't have this be this way. Right. There's a pride factor there, too. And it's like, and you should act a certain way. And it's an important thing. It is important. Even in our own minds, our name means something. And the names that we give or take on mean something. They should. Yeah. When you see it that way with what I've taken on from God, it gives me a little bit more of a depth and an understanding of how far and how. um, how much he wants to draw me into that relationship. It's not just, oh, yeah, you're saved and ho-hum. Yeah, no, it, no, it's much deeper than that. And I think in that vein, it's, it goes to an identity also. When, you, when I look at myself as Matthew, child of God, it, and I look at myself that way, then I'll act that way. Maybe when I, even... when I have an, when I have an identity that I'm just Matthew, whoever, then I'm like, well, then it's, it's doesn't, it doesn't have the significance of Matthew child of God. Right. And when you say Matthew child of God and you own that, your identity, it also brings a peace and a comfort and a, a calmness, a confidence. Sure. Yeah. Something that you're more than just. Uh, what the world says you are. Right. You're more than just this accident that may be on earth. You're created specially and beautifully by this one who has made everything. I'm his, I'm his kid. Right. You're not just a, a speck of sand on the beach. You're important. Yeah. You belong to a family, the most important family. Behave like it. <laughs> it's just slight little shifts in our perspective, but that makes all the difference in, in the way that we start to view God. Because the way we see God doesn't change him. But the right. more we know him and the more we get into a relationship him, with him, it changes how we see him. Correct. I think it's a beautiful way you put it and a beautiful way to interpret that. But I also don't think you should use God's name as well. Well, no, I'm not saying. Yeah, no, yeah, no absolutely. It's not either or. It can be both. <laughs> it yeah. can be. <laughs> Let no one wholesome talk come out of your mouth. Yes. Right. Right. You're a member of God's family. You should act that way. It should show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's another one. That's a, that's a fruit of the spirit. Self-control. Yeah. Right. You should have self-control. <laughs> Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. Self-control. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if that uh, if that brought anybody. Maybe there's others that have thought this way before, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's just that's just how I, I see it, too. That's and, a deeper way to look at it, and I'm glad you shared that. And I'm glad uh, uh, I learned something today, and that was, that was awesome. Because you are. A child of God. A child of God. And so are you. I know. Let's act like it. 
Let's own it. Let's do. Let's bring the light into this world and let's see what happens. And let's see what he does. Yep. Yeah. So I hope that was good for you guys. It was certainly good for me. Me too. A little lighter of a conversation than last week, but I think so. That's good. We can slip a light one in there every once in a while. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel. Let us know how we can pray for you. Um, thank you for listening today. God bless. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have been challenged to study God's word, to find out what it says, and to build on what you believe. Our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments, email us at MikeMattRealThings at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.